Well, hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Veronica Williams Podcast. I hope that your day is going well. I just wanted to come in here. This is episode number four. And now a little bit about me. I'm a registered nurse who recently walked away from bedside to walk into the purpose and the calling on my life, which I'm still trying to figure out exactly what that is. I know you guys are probably doing the same thing where this whole entire subject of purpose, God, what is my purpose? You know, a lot of times we end up getting stuck in our passion thinking that that is our purpose when that is something that we actually chose to do and we were not called to do it. So I keep waiting, I keep seeking and I keep trusting yet. I walked away from bedside to walk into the calling and I know that God is going to do a good thing in my life. So anyway, Um, I'm also an entrepreneur, completely brand new at that. I'm an author. I am a blogger and I am a new podcaster. But I wanted to come in here today with podcast episode number four. And it's talking about something that a lot of people are really dealing with. Um, And when I recently, when I walked away from bedside, I had a lot of people that didn't understand exactly why I did what I did. Um, Even I didn't understand why I did what I did, but I heeded the voice of the Lord and I just was obedient to that. And sometimes I still question it because especially when you know, if you're anything like me, you have a lot of voices going on around you. And sometimes most of those voices are even louder and it can even be the voice in your head that is louder than the voice of God. Because if you guys know, God's voice is a very, very still, small voice. Very still, small voice. Yet God does send people to come and speak to us and come and impart things to us. But when I walked away from bedside in a career that I absolutely love, I mean, being a nurse is something that's amazing. I love it. Even today, I still love it. And it's not that I gave it away. To me, I always look at it as if I sold that position for something that's higher. Um, I'm just choosing to do something totally different, which is um, what God wants us to do when he takes us from glory to glory. So I'm still a registered nurse. Um, I'll also be doing different things as far as my title as well that I know that um, God is working. But anyway, I wanted to talk about a faith walk, a faith walk. Um, And it's 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, which is what I'm going to be discussing today. And that is walk by faith and not by sight. So you see, when when guys, whenever I, when I quit my job, it was during a time that if you got on social media, you've seen a lot of different um, things where people would say, hey, um, you know, I'm teaching a class on how to leave your job, how to leave your nine to five and walk into entrepreneurship or um, um, are you ready to leave your job? It was just so many different things that people were doing, you know, webinars and different things. So for me, I ended up leaving at an inopportune time. I didn't leave when it was the perfect timing. I didn't leave when we were financially excuse me, financially stable. I didn't leave when we had already owned our home. I didn't leave when I had $100,000 in 401k. I didn't leave when things were perfect. I left when things did not make sense. So I was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know because 
everybody I talk to, so many people that I talk to, from coaches to this and that, they're like, you know, I, I, I did get a couple that say, pray about it, fast about it, you know, pray and fast and seek God and, and, and just trust God. Because the Bible also tells us that the steps of a good man or woman are also ordered by the Lord. So I'm like, okay, God, uh, I'm not saying that I'm good. But um, I'm really trying to be obedient, and I know that you will order my steps. So I was like, this faith walk, I'm going to be intentional. And I didn't know what I was doing because I'm thinking, God has shown me my next. You know, you hear so many people say, hey, you just, um, you walk away. If you just trust God, he will show you the next. He will show you the next. And even in my book, I don't know if you guys know, but I recently wrote a book called Walking Through the Wilderness. It is a 60-day devotional that I wrote during a time of actually being in the wilderness when we were living in a hotel in North Carolina. I wrote this not knowing that it was an actual book. I was just writing it for myself. I was journaling. So in this book, I remember writing Steps of Faith. I don't know why, but I was studying a lot at that time. I was seeking God. I didn't have a job. I wasn't working. I was home. You know, we were technically homeless and I was unemployed. I had lost my registered nurse license during that time. But in the book I wrote, when the Israelites were heading to the promised land, they had one thing that they had to do. One major thing that they had to do when they were leaving Egypt, which is the slavery, which is the, you know, land of, they were in bondage. They were in slavery you know, and God told Moses to lead them out and they were headed toward the promised land. And when they got to this area that God led them to, it told Moses to take them a different way. All they had to do was to move. And when they moved, God even said in the Bible somewhere, I forgot it, but I think it's Exodus 14 or 15. He said, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to move. So a lot of times we don't even get the next step until we move. And a lot of us are afraid because we're like, I know the Bible says walk by faith and not by sight. But I can't go there because number one, I don't have a place to live. Number two, I don't have the money. Number three, what am I going to do? Number four, I don't have a job. Number, You know, we start questioning that stuff. We start questioning the tangible things because we're like, okay, God, I know you call me, but I don't know because I don't know. Yet God tells us to trust in him with all of our heart and don't lean to our own understanding. That's what gets us confused. We tend to lean to our own understanding. And in all of our ways, in all of your ways, in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will do what? He will direct our path. So I'm like, okay, God, I'm not working. I only have this amount of money in my 401k. Um, Looks like I'm going to be living off of that. My husband is working, um, but he's working a lot of overtime so that we can make it. So you sure you want me to quit at this time? Because that's what we tend to do. We tend to try to make it, you know, it have to make sense. But sometimes God calls us when it don't make sense. When he told Abram to leave. It says, now the Lord has said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house and go to a land that I will show you. And most of the time we're afraid to move because we're used to being at home. We're used to being around family. It's what's familiar. Even when God says, leave that place of familiarity and go to a place that I will show you. God just wants us to step out 
and we tend, especially as mothers, and I have an amazing family, and my family is very, very close, and we love being around each other, but I realize if we're in this circle, we tend to stay in the circle. It's not many of us that move outside of that comfortable place because it is, you don't know. It's, it's the land of unknown. Like you don't know exactly what's next. Yet God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So even when we change, God never, ever changes. He wants us to seek him. He wants you to seek him. 2019 can be an amazing year, yet it could be your worst year if you don't decide to change something. If you don't decide to move in a direction that you need to go. If you don't decide to get healthy. If you don't decide to not join the crowd when you know that you're trying to get out of debt and decide that you want to go because everybody else is going. God is doing something new. And he wants to do something new in you today. He doesn't want you to be the same in 2009 or 2015. This is a new day today. And God, and you can serve. God even said in his word, choose today whom you will serve. Choose today whom you will serve. He gives us choices. Choice of life or death blessings or cursing choose today whom you will serve and there's a small g god of this world and if you look around it's a lot of people serving the small g god of this world yet god is the god of the universe god is the creation of everything god is an awesome god and god has something amazing as long as you seek him. He will send the people that you need. He will remove the people that you don't need. I always look at it as like a movie or a book. And it's like sometimes that chapter is over and you want to take the same characters with you to the next chapter when God is saying, I didn't tell you to take Lot. Like what made you take Lot? I just said for you to take your wife and your children and you move to a place that I would show you. But we want to take like everybody else. We want to take people that we want to be connected to us. People that are truly not connected. They're just connected to your anointing. Like they're just there just to use you to, to get the blessings because they see the amazing anointing on your life. So they want to be connected to that part. But God is desiring to do something new. Like he loves every single one of us and he desires to do something new in every single one of us. And we're all one body. Every single one of us, we're all one body. And we all need each other. But God desires to take you from glory to glory to glory. And with me, I'm like, okay, so I'm in this point. God, I know you've given me a gift. And he said his gift, our gift will make room for us. It has put us in the presence of great and mighty men. It will put us in the presence of kings. You know, our gift will make room for us. Instead of me being at that job, and truly, I made great income. But it's people making six figures a month. And we struggle and we're like, well, I'm making 55000 a year. Like my goal was, oh my God, if you made 55000 a year, you were the bomb. And then you end up, we end up making 100000 120000 And you're like, okay, I'm just not happy. Something else is missing. 
And I met a lot of people that had all the fame, the fortune, and the money in the world, but it was something that was missing. It was something they kept saying, it's something that is missing. Yeah, I, I bet it is. I mean, if you don't have Jesus in your heart, if you don't have Jesus in your life, it's absolutely what's going to be missing. I, I knew it was something that it was, I wanted. I wanted my more. I don't know what you guys want. I'm not sure what you're seeking. I'm not sure who you're holding on to. I'm not sure what your plan is for 2019. But it could be the fact of just seeking God, seeking his direction. Every um, platform or social media you go on is something there that you can learn. You, God gives us all the same 24 hours in a day. And I remember asking... Uh, Someone mentioned it a while back and I remember saying, wow, that's interesting. If God gave you 86,000 and I want to say $400, $86,400 and he gave it to you every single day, every single day to put in your bank account, what would you do with it? Now you can't take this money to the next day because your 24 hours is done. What would you do with it? In your mind, everybody's like, oh my God, I would do this and I would do that. That's like getting a lottery, $86,400 a day. What would I do with it? Well, it's not talking about money. It's talking about time. God has given us that and our time is money. And God wants us all to work. He opens doors. He closes doors. Sometimes we close doors prematurely when God is saying, I didn't tell you to close that door. So you go through this whole season of... You know, because you were disobedient, you're going to suffer the consequences of because the fact that you chose to close the door and it wasn't time for you to close the door. That could be with every single one of us. I did that myself years ago. I'm like, okay, well, God, I thought you called me. You know, I thought you said, um, leave. And I left. But I mean, you know, you have to suffer the consequences of your action. But time. God has given us amazing time. He has given every single one of us time. If you're listening to this now, God has given you time and he's given you time to do some things that he has placed in your heart. He said, those who delight in me, he will give the desires of their heart. So when you delight in God, he gives you the desires of your heart. And sometimes other people cannot see your desires. Your desires are for you to see. Your desires are for you to feel. Your desires are for you to walk into. That is a vision that God has given you. God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask, think, or imagine. That's just not there just because it sounds amazing. It's there because that is the absolute truth. Your 2019 can absolutely be the best year of your life. As long as you do something different. As long as you just stay out of other people's business. As long as you seek God and allow Him to see in the people that He need to you to give you the wisdom and the counsel that you need. As long as your heart is healed. As long as you're not disobedient. As long as you seek Him. He will give you what you need. I think it's Matthew 6, 33 that says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he will give us all these things. I mean, clothing, food, and no matter what it is, transportation, a job, no matter what it is, God will give it to you. He gives us, I mean, 
in, in the Bible, it was the manna from heaven. Even when they were leaving that place of bondage, they did, they, they were so upset because they were mad at Moses. Like, you got us out here in this wilderness and, and now we have nothing. Like, they complained and they literally complained for so long that it took them 40 years 40 years to get to the promised land when it was only an 11 day journey 11 days but sometimes we get here and we complain because we can't see the tangible things that God has said in his word that he is going to give us so we complain and instead of just saying God I trust you even though this don't make sense right now I still trust you I trust you even though I don't know where I'm going to get the money to pay my rent I trust you I trust you God even though I'm struggling in my marriage I still trust you I'm trust you God I trust you God even though my children are are are, are gone and I don't know where they're at I still trust you I trust you God I trust you God in everything I trust you in all my ways because you're God. You know my end from the beginning because you're God. And one of my gifts I know that I have and I love to do is I, ex- I exhort. I'm an exhorter. I encourage. I inspire. I push. But sometimes exhorters need exhortation too. And Lately with me, I've known that if I'm not really seeking him or I'm hearing all these other voices, I'm not studying and I'm not really because a lot of us are waiting for a prophetic word. We're waiting for the pastor. We're waiting for somebody to say something that it fits with us and we're happy. But don't we understand that? I mean, prophets and pastors, they come and tell you things also, which is word of warning. They come and tell us things also to tell us to heed the voice of the Lord. Like, get yourself together. Like, trust. If you don't do this, like, you're going to suffer the consequences. If you're doing something wrong in a sin, you're going to suffer consequences. Yes, we live in a time of grace. Yes, we live in a time of grace. God is a God, good God, and he's a God of grace. But if you're suffering illnesses because of some things that you did years ago, then guess what? God is continually giving you the grace on your life, even though you may still be suffering illnesses. You're still suffering from a sickness that happened 40 years ago. But you've known people who die from that same illness, yet God is giving you the grace on your life. And it's not like this sickness has you to where you are just, I mean, you can't move. You can't do anything. No, you're still living a powerful, joyful life. You're living a good life. Yet God wants us to still be obedient to his word. I was telling one of my family members lately how... Um, so many people go to Deuteronomy 28 and we're huge to read the blessings of obedience, yet nobody wants to know the blessings of, um, of disobedience and a blessings of obedience. If I can remember is very small. It's like from Deuteronomy 28, one through 15, but 16 through like 60 something is the blessings, the cursings of, of disobedience. Like we don't want that. We just want to hear the really, really good things. When God is saying, I need you to hear this. Like I keep sending this to you and I keep, you know, I need you to hear this with us that God kept sending to us was issues with finances issues with money like I can give you this money but if you're not doing right and you're still being disobedient it's going to be like you're making no money whatsoever because everything that you make you're going to lose because you you're not getting that wisdom and that knowledge that I'm showing you I mean he sends 
people to counsel you. He sends his word of wisdom to us. Like he desires for us to move out of a place of being in school forever and ever and ever. Eventually you have to graduate. Eventually you have to get off of the milk and you have to get onto the meat. Eventually you have to to do better. You have to want better. You have to want more. And your 2019 can be your amazing year as long as you trust God and move in the direction that he is wanting you to move and not having to take everybody else with you. You have to walk by faith and not by sight. And like I said, sometimes it won't make sense. Sometimes it won't make sense. And it's not for everybody to move at the same time. Sometimes we have to sit before the Lord. We have to seek him. We have to fast and pray. This is a time in the beginning of the year. So many people um, corporate, so many people individually, they fast and they pray. And with um, with fasting and prayer, you can't just um, fast uh, because I like how one lady says, if you're just fasting and then you, you're not adding prayer to it, then you're just on a diet. Like you need to really fast and pray. So you're eating three times a day, a meal, when you're, you know, on a regular day, then you should be praying three times a day, four times a day, five times a day. And praying doesn't mean just literally going in there, getting on your knees and praying and praying. Praying is talking to God. Like it's just literally sitting before God and talking to God and hearing from God. And that's what praying and fasting is. And it may be the fact that your 2019 can absolutely change as long as you change, as long as you have a different perspective, as long as you see from a different view then you will know exactly what God has for you and your family in 2019. Like I said, this is something totally new to me. Um, And podcasting is something I truly love. I know that God is moving me in a different direction. He is doing something totally new. And even though I don't see the tangible evidence of it right now, I, I know it. I feel it in my spirit. And sometimes that's exactly where it starts at. It starts in your heart. It starts in you and nobody else can tell you what God has shown you. So on this day, I'm just praying that this blesses you guys. I'm praying that I'm praying that no matter where you are at, that you will continue to seek God for your um, for your situation. And he will send up wisdom. Literally, you can pray about something and God can answer it. Sometimes he says yes. Sometimes he says no. And sometimes he says not now. Like, wait, I thank God that he's told us to wait. Um, for so many different things for a lot of reasons. And um, even though I thought it was, you know, like, okay, well, what is it? Why are we waiting for so long? But now that I've gotten older and I, you know, starting to have this relationship with God, I'm starting to understand exactly why God has said, um, not now. Like he didn't say no, he just said not now. Like literally not now. And it's been like not now for years because why would he put us in a situation that's going to make us a whole lot worse? And God is such a good father. He sees even the things that we don't even see. He sees the different relationships. He sees everything that we go through. He knows exactly what you need. He knows who you need and he will send you that wisdom. He he wants us to know. The Bible is his love letter to you. So anyway, I'm here to encourage, to inspire, and to bless you guys. And I just pray that this message on today would just spark something in your heart and spark something in your spirit to desire a relationship with your father. I pray that it blesses you guys and I will see you again in the next episode. Be blessed.